Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Thursday, August 13th, 2020. I am Dave Biddle. I am very happy to be joined by the Director of Recruiting for 24-7 Sports, Steve Wiltfong. Steve, how is 2020 treating you so far, my man? Man, we're maintaining here uh, better than most or better than many. I don't know. Uh, we're, we're surviving here. Um, schools are open in my suburb here in Indianapolis and my wife and I are still gainfully employed. Uh, so I'm excited to be on the Bucknuts morning five every Thursday talking to y'all and hope everyone else is doing as well as I am. Yeah, we're hanging in there over here as well. My daughter is beginning her middle school tennis season. So they're actually having seventh and eighth grade girls tennis here right. in Ohio, but we might not have Ohio state football until 2021. In fact, we definitely won't have Ohio State football until sometime in 2021. Let's start right at the top there, Steve. A lot of people want to know with the Big Ten calling off football for the fall, they're going to try and play in the winter. We'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. But, you know, a lot of people are wondering what impact this might have on Ohio State's recruiting. Do you feel like this is going to have a negative impact on Ohio State's recruiting? You feel like that's going to have no impact at all? Where do you come down on that, Steve? You know, I'm not sure what my opinion is yet because there's the one thing, there, obviously, there's the one. Uh, way to think that all right, the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12 are potentially playing, so they're gobbling up all the TV space and the headlines and and uh, social media, uh, and, and they're able to showcase their product. Uh, and and uh, the teams that aren't playing aren't going to get as much attention. Uh, I would say the flip side of that is the schools that aren't playing will then obviously be able to zero in on recruiting and spend more time recruiting their top targets. I think if you look at Minnesota's first class when they recruited Rashad Bateman and Terrell Smith and some of those impact guys for them, they didn't play in a bowl game that year. Those guys were on flip watch uh, out of Georgia, Rashad Bateman and Terrell Smith especially, who are two of the best players in the Big Ten, obviously. Uh, I I think that maybe not playing in a bowl game maybe gave them more time to recruit those two guys and, and, and bring them in and, and sign them because uh, they were able to get more attention. So I, I, I don't know what the, I don't know what my true opinion is yet. I think that if Ohio state's not playing games in the fall and other programs are, I bet you Ryan day somehow gets a lot of face time as an analyst, you know, if, if he were potentially interested in that, which means now Ohio state's on TV regularly with, with Ryan day contributing in that regard. I, I don't, I don't, this is all just me speculating on all of this. Uh, I don't, you know, it's, it's foreign land for us. 
Um, but I, I do know that Ohio State doesn't get cheated on the recruiting trail. Their staff from top to bottom works as hard at it as, as anyone in the country. You got Al Washington at the top of the 2022 recruiter rankings. You got Tony Alford and, and Kerry Combs and, and, and others at the top of our 2021 recruiter rankings. And you know, Ryan Day and, and, and those guys all the way down to Mark Pantone and his staff are, are, are going to find ways to stay relevant on the recruiting trail. I don't know if it's a benefit to play or not play right now um, going into the home stretch of recruiting because I, I wouldn't expect they're going to move the early signing period or signing day. Yeah, one thing I, I know for sure I can tell all the listeners is Ryan Day will find a way to make the most out of it. Now, we don't know like what Steve is saying. We don't know how it's going to turn out. But I know Ryan Day is not going to sit there and sulk. We had a call with him yesterday. He is going to, you know, he said a couple of days ago was devastating for him and the team. But they've turned the page and, and they're getting back to work. And he's going to try and make the most out of this bad situation. Steve, just I want to get your reaction. It, it, you know, by the time we heard the news on Tuesday, I guess it wasn't a huge shock because so much leaked out over the weekend. But it was just eight days ago, man, where the Big Ten had this big schedule unveiling, and then they decide, you know, just a few days later to call off the fall season. What was your reaction when that news came down? Well, I was disappointed because I feel like uh, football can be played. Um, and I, I think that um, – look, I'm no more an expert on, on, on COVID than y'all. We all go about how we, we look up our information – uh, for me, I go to the indiana.gov uh, coronavirus dashboard uh, every day and, and look at the numbers um, because I feel like the media has their narratives that they're pushing um, uh, on how people should feel about COVID. Uh, I just try and go to the information. And you were going to ask me a question about Ohio high school football being played. So I pulled up the uh, coronavirus uh, state of Ohio dashboard this morning, and, and the numbers aren't much different uh, in your state than they are in mine uh, as far as who I think is at risk and, and, and who's not. Um, I mean, we're all at risk. I, I believe it to be a, a real illness, but um, I, I'm, in the, I'm in the camp is the solution worse than the problem camp. That's where I, that's where I lay. I hear you, and yeah, you touched on this, so let's let's get to it. You know, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine is expected to announce at his press conference today that he is going to be in favor of playing high school football uh, here in the state of Ohio. Can you imagine the irony if there's high school football in Ohio this fall, Steve, and no Ohio State football? Well, that sucks that there's no Ohio State football, but that's not Ohio high school football's problem. Right. And, and, and they should play. I mean, I'm looking at your guys's numbers here there's been two deaths in the entire state from zero to 19 and those deaths suck but there's just two 14 from 20 to 29 it really registers a zero percent of the death total in the state of ohio you got one percent 30 to 39 there's been there there's been 46 it sucks that there's been 46 deaths i don't i mean i'm compassionate about that um but you really don't start getting into the the numbers uh, of, of deaths until the upwards of 60 you're at 14 percent so um, only it, only about 10 percent of the deaths are, are are 60 and under and, and most of those are between 50 and 59 
Um, I know that there's more to it than just deaths, but that's kind of where I begin on it, Dave. And, and then I, I, I certainly recognize that young people can spread this and it can get to older people. Um, so I'm in the camp of how can we prevent that um, while still allowing people to carry on as best as they can in, the, in these times. Uh, I know there's people that disagree with that and that's fine too. I'm not, um, you know, but, but for me, uh, that's just the way I'm looking at it. And my kids are in school right now and, you know, we're, we're doing our thing and, and, and we're, you know, we're wearing masks and doing all the things that are courteous to other people and, and, and trying to mitigate the spread of COVID. But the data to me, the way I look at it, and, and again, others can look at, I'm not even saying my opinion's right. This is just the way I feel. And, uh, um, so I'm, I'm for high school sports. And, and as far as I know, Indiana is going to kick off next Friday here uh, and, and, and play some games too. I haven't heard different anyway. Steve Wilfong bringing data and facts to the show. What a concept. I'm bringing I- my own perspective. Again, it doesn't make it – it's arbitrary though, Dave. Like I understand that there's counterpoints to what I said and, 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 and I get that. And, 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 and so I don't – I, you know, there's the, thankfully I'm not the one in the position to have to make these decisions because they are hard decisions. It's not lost on me how hard of a decision. Uh, there's no way that anyone wanted to cancel the Big Ten season that chose to cancel it. I can promise you that. So it's not like that these are, it's not lost on me the magnitude of, of these decisions that, that uh, these folks are making. Speaking of these decisions that these folks were making, the Big Ten's latest plan is to have. People are calling it a spring season. It would really be a winter season beginning in, in January. The season would be eight games, January, February, March, eight-game regular season. And we had a Zoom call with Ryan Day yesterday, and he seems to think this is a viable option. You think, man, maybe he's just you know, kind of carrying the water for the conference, saying the right things. But he talked about it a lot. And you know, I've gotten to know Ryan Day somewhat well. I don't know him like that well, but I know him pretty well. And he seemed genuine, Steve. He seems like he really feels like this – you know, this January, February, March season is a legit option. I, I don't know, man. I, that, that just seems untenable to me. Where do you come down on that? Well, I, I just uh, – it's hard for me to imagine playing two seasons in one calendar year. Um, but I don't – I mean, again, it's foreign territory. So it, I would just side with in – that, in that case, I would side with, again – what, what do the coaches feel is best? If they're all excited about an eight game schedule, who am I to say it's dumb? <laughs> you know, So um, they're the ones that are living it. And, and if they think it's beneficial for their programs and their player and the players are excited to play it. And, and, and then certainly the, what, what college football brings to communities across the country, if it benefits those communities, I'm all for it, you know, but I, 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 I don't, I don't know. You know, I have some worry about just uh, football is a, a, a tough game, man. And, and so uh, I, playing two, two campaigns in one year, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it, but again, I, I know a lot less about that than, than, than coaches and players right now. Just going to get your opinion on this and someone we know very well, Shannon Terry, had a very interesting tweet uh, yesterday saying he's hearing unless things drastically change, the SEC, ACC, and Big 12 will play this fall. And again, he said, you know, things could change, but he's hearing from sources that 
It is all systems go right now for the SEC, ACC, and Big 12. Again, Steve, just asking to spitball here. Um, do you think that those leagues will play this fall? Man, it's obvious they want to play. I, I don't know. I'm not digging on that information. I'm digging on uh, where uh, Malcolm Johnson Jr. is going to announce his college decision Saturday. That's more my lane. Um, I think that every, all the, every football team wanted to play. Uh, like, you know, I talked to a, a source around the Indiana football program uh, that similar to Ohio State, you know, was disappointed with the decision to not play. Um, they all want to play. But even though I, at the beginning of the show I pitched why I think they should be allowed to play, I certainly understand there's another side of the coin. And, and so uh, uh, these aren't easy decisions. Um, I just hope that people are making decisions based on what they feel is right and not based on how they feel there's going to be a response on social media to what they decide to do. Or if something doesn't go right down the road, again, it, their decision is based on how they're going to be, uh, how, how it's going to look on social media. Switching gears to recruiting, to your, uh, your forte, what happened with Tamisi Adelaide? He obviously decommitted from Ohio State earlier this week, high four-star defensive end. Just in your opinion, um, what happened there? And I don't have an exact answer for why he specifically decided to decommit from Ohio State, but I'll say this. If you're a prospect and you're committed to a school and you keep the lines of communication open with other programs, there is a, there is a solid chance that you could reopen because when you're talking to the magnitude of the programs that Tanmizi is talking to, just using him as an example, not saying this happened or, or this is why, but you don't get jobs at Alabama, Florida, and Texas A&M or Ohio State if you aren't able – like your product is great and the way you can communicate about your product is, is, is typically great. And so if you continue to hear, hey, this is why this schools B, C, and D are, are also a great fit for you, it may make you second guess why you chose school A if you understand what I'm saying. So, and, it, and it's not just in recruiting. If you are going to purchase a house, you may second guess, or you may continue to look at other houses and, and say, I don't know if the one I've settled on is the best one for me and my family or, or when you're car shopping or, or anything, you know, big decisions, you can easily, you can easily second guess your decision if you're getting new information on potentially other decisions that, that, that are also attractive to you. Now, I, again, I don't know what it was about Tanmizi and why he's not exactly in the fold for Ohio State anymore, but I do know he was talking to other programs, and, and those other programs uh, also have potentially exciting futures for him as well. And so if you're hearing those things, um, it, it can make you want to take a step back and, and reevaluate what you're doing. And, and he may already know what he's going to do next. I, I truly don't know. Um, and, and if that's the case, it's, then that's a recruiting pivot. And he's still, you know, that other school was able to show, that, that show him some things that he liked better than he did at Ohio State, obviously. Thanks to all the listeners for tuning in. I hope everyone has a great day. Steve Wilfong, great stuff, man. Thanks for joining us. Yep, take care. Have a good one, Bucknutters.
man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.